Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. When you're selling one-to-many and you don't have the additional hand-touch, hand-holding follow-up, 2,000 is about as good as you can get in mature markets. If you go on the weight loss market, you're not even going to get 2,000 on the front end because you're not selling dollars at a discount. In the financial markets, it's real easy. Give me $2,000, I'll show you how to make $10,000. But in personal development, price ceiling is lower because it's like, we're going to feel better. How does that translate into money? Eh. We can try to squint at it, but I'm not quite sure. So I said to these guys, I'm like, you're already at $3,500. So you already have eclipsed a price ceiling that is usually uneclipsable. And so they were resting on their laurels. I said, raise the price to $5,000. <gasps> Everybody got scared. Jason, most of all, they were like, oh my god, we can't do this. And this is what I said to them. This is, what, this is how I closed them on the price raise. I said, guys, here's the problem right now. You've launched this course four times. This is the fifth time you're launching it. They launched it every six months. And I said, Here's the issue. Has your course gotten better? Yeah, it's gotten better. How much better? A lot better. We did this, we did that, we did this, we did this. I go, how's a customer going to believe your course has gotten better when you kept the price the same? That's incongruent. They can't simultaneously believe the course has gotten better, but the price has stayed the same for two and a half years. That doesn't make sense. So either you make the course worse, or you raise your prices. So I'll raise the prices. So Jason says, OK, I see what you're saying. We'll raise our prices. We'll get less conversion but will net more profit. I said, ah, 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 you don't know that. You raise your prices, one of three things will happen. One is conversion will go down. Two is conversion will stay the same. Three is conversion will go up. And of those three, it is more likely when you raise your prices that conversion either stays the same or goes up. It is less likely that conversion goes down. So I put it as like a 70% to 80% probability when you raise your prices, especially in those contexts, maybe an 85 or a 90% probability that your conversion will stay the same or go up. So you're just printing money at that point in time. It's just crazy monies to be made. And so they raised the price to five, and that's when they did the $25 million launch. And that's when we did 10 million of the $25 million launch. <laughs> did a lot of it, okay? And so when we discovered this price issue or price inexactness, this inefficiency, it came from not knowing how to handle the objections not knowing how to address the issues. So I knew how to address the issues. Price is the easiest issue to address. We'll do some technique on price. I know everybody thinks that's the biggest objection. It's far from it. But we'll talk about price. Price is never the constraint, almost, ever. I'll give you a quick teaser on technique. This is a close I use often when somebody says, I, I can't afford it. I say, here's the deal. Maybe if you live in Bangladesh, who's going to say, I live in Bangladesh? Nobody. The reality is almost everybody can afford it. Are they willing to go to the effort to get the funds in place and put it out there? That's the real question, not can I afford it or not. We're not selling $100,000 things or $10 million things. We're selling a couple thousands of dollars of things. And so we raised that price, and that's how we did it. That's the number one reason everybody made more money during that launch was because of the price raise. So you do the best that you can. But we are able to remove a pricing constraint based on my single-handed focus of knowing we could sell it at a higher price. And in fact, my theory was we would convert better at a higher price for two reasons. Reason number one, for everything I just said, because they had enhanced the value. They did have the reputation. They did have the success stories, yada, yada, yada. But reason number two is I knew, ultimately, the offer was so good, $1,500 didn't matter one way or another. But that gave me $1,500 worth of margin to invest in new bonuses, 
to invest in new resources, to step up my better than money back guarantee. Now I could go into my pocket a lot more to enhance the customer. So if we raise the price $1,500, but we set aside $500 more per customer, what do you think happens? The customer gets an even better result. Here's the other thing too with the why. We gotta meet the market where it's at. Here's a serious issue that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs, and it's tough. Most of us entrepreneurs were optimistic by nature. The success rate of businesses, what is it, like 90-some percent of businesses die within five years or less? So if you win, you lose. If you lose, you lose. So you got to do it on your terms, nobody else's terms. But you got to meet the market where it's at. In the money-making space, somebody doesn't come to me and say, oh, my God, Jason, my world is so good. Look at all this money I'm making. Can you help me make more? That's like you guys. The average person in the market says, my life, it's miserable, it's horrible. I got no money, I don't know how I'm gonna make it to next year. Everybody in my personal life hates me for trying to build a business, but I'm bringing all this baggage into my interaction with you. I'm bringing it to the webinars, I'm bringing it when I watch the videos, I'm bringing it when I read your emails. So if I go out there and I'm all roses and rainbows and unicorns, mismatch. Your audience, when they come to you, the thing that they're coming to you for is often because of an immense spiritual, emotional, physical, or psychological pain. Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again, and stay tuned for future episodes.